your devices now. Your tongue and your destiny. And we have been looking at how to use your tongue wisely. We have been looking at how to use your tongue wisely, um, particularly even in order for us to reach the destination that God has, uh, you know, ordained uh, for us. And we look at the first, you know, one of the, the, the first thing that you need to know or that you need to do is that you must be born again. Number two is you must yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You see, our tongue is a wonderful part of our body. Uh, but I can tell you that it takes, it takes the Holy Spirit. It takes one that has been filled with the Holy Spirit and one that walks in the Spirit to be able to control ease or our tongue. I want you to know that a home that has been built for 30 years, 50 years, do you know the tongue can set it on fire within just five minutes? And that is what happened. And now I'm sure you agree with me that it is very, uh, it takes a lot of work to build, but it takes what? Less effort to do what? To destroy. You will not destroy what God has started to build in your life in the name of Jesus. You will not destroy your own marriage. You will not destroy your own work career. You will not destroy your work with God. You will not destroy your finances. You will not destroy your children. You will not destroy your spouse. In the name of Jesus. Yes, brethren, it takes a lot of work to build. Have you seen building a house? What it takes, I mean, physical house now. How they layer the blocks and everything. But then if you come look at the way when they want to destroy a house, uh, because they want to rebuild a greater one. What happened? Just give them like three days. The skyscraper, they pull everything down. But to build that house, it doesn't take three days. That is the mystery of life. Now, if you don't learn to control your tongue, if you don't learn to yield to the Holy Spirit, what you have built over the years, whether career, whether your health, whether your marriage, whether whatever thing that you have built over the years, if you don't learn to exercise, <clears throat> excuse me, restrain by the help of the Holy Ghost, over your tongue, then there might be a problem. Now, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, I read, the Bible said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. I read Acts chapter 2, uh, verses, verses 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And, where, and, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues. Cloven tongues. Talking about your tongue again. Cloven tongues. Your tongue, your tongue, your tongue, your tongue, and your destiny. Cloven tongues as the Spirit gave them all trance. That is where we are going. As the Spirit gave them all trance. Who gives you an eye all trance? The Holy Spirit. As the Spirit gave them all trance. Yes, you might say, well, uh, this is the aspect of them speaking in tongues. Well, not just only that. The Bible tells us, it said the unction, some translations say unction. Some translations said the Holy Spirit that is, he says, I teach you what? All things. In fact, Jesus Christ was telling the disciples, he said, when they bring you before the magistrate, he said, don't worry about what to say. I will teach you what to do or what to say. The Spirit of God that rests upon you will teach you what to say. 
Now, can you tell me, uh, uh, Peter, if you study your Bible very well, would you say Peter had a prepared speech? A speech that brought 3,000 souls to God? No. There was no prepared speech at all. Remember, they were just gathering, just like the way we are gathering every morning now, praying. Now, they were just gathering in one land after about early morning, in the, in the early morning, from about 3 a.m. in the morning, and it spanned to about six hours. They were in the upper room, probably the story building. And then they were gathered praying, and all of a sudden, cloven tongues. And we are talking about your tongue and your destiny. We are talking about your tongue and your destiny. And we see in this scripture, the Bible said, cloving tongues as of fire, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So number two is that for, your, for you to reach your destiny, for you to fulfill God's plan for your life, for you to see the glory of God in this year, for you to walk in faith, you need to be filled with the Spirit of God, with the Holy Ghost and the four credentials is being born again. Now, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, what it does is that it gives you utterance. Now, utterance to relate with your spouse, utterance for your children, utterance to, you know, to live together as family, utterance for, you know, in your place of work, utterance when you go for interview, it gives you utterance even for that project. You are going for a defense, whether for, whether for academic purposes, whether for uh, whether for any form of uh, defense or you're standing before men to present your own case, I want you to know the Holy Ghost is the one who gives you utterance, your tongue and your destiny. He gives them as a cloving tongue of fire. He, the Holy Spirit gives them utterance. This morning, the Holy Spirit will give you utterance. He will teach you what to say, when to speak, and when not to speak in the name of Jesus. So the Holy Spirit first is in the place of baptism. You must be baptized and be filled with the Holy Ghost. When we talk about you being baptized, we are not talking about you becoming a pastor. We're not talking about you becoming a preacher on the street. No. You see, what the baptism of the Holy Spirit does is much more than just we speaking in tongues, blah, 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 the God, the God, that, that. That's not only. He also gives you utterance. He teaches you what to say. That's one part that sometimes we don't even you know, pay attention to. It's not just when we talk about the baptism, it's not just you being filled with the power and you perform miracles, but knowing what to say, knowing how to exercise this little part of your body, yet it is what, you know, perhaps the most dangerous part. Because the book of James chapter 3 tells us that this is our body part, this, this tongue, this our tongue. He said it's a little member, yet it can set ablaze the whole house. Now, the tongue, your tongue and your destiny. Now, I'll see talking about the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us in the book of Galatians chapter 5. Galatians, so there are two things we are looking at under that part. Yielding to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yielding to the Holy Spirit. First, you must be filled with the Holy Ghost. How can you be filled with the Holy Ghost? Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Being filled with the Holy Ghost is not just to speak in tongues only. He gives you utterance where you want to talk, where you want to make a speech, you want to make he teaches you what to say. The second part is this is walking in that spirit. Walking in that spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. One thing I found out is that anyone that walks in the spirit, they 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 they, are, they usually have a, a, a control tongue. Yes, if you observe. People that walk in the spirit because there are times that, uh, you know, men may want to tempt you to talk. 
uh, you can, you know, but the spirit of God, what it means to walk in the spirit, it doesn't mean that walking on the street and closing your eyes or everybody in the house, uh, you are shutting them out and say, well, I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. No, that's not what we are talking about. Uh, you, we are not saying you've been in the spirit and you are closing your eyes, you are driving or at the place of work all the time you are in the spirit, you are in the spirit, you are in the spirit and you are not doing your work. No, 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 no. That's not what it means to be in the spirit. What it simply means to be in the spirit is that your eyes can be open and yet you are connected to the Holy Spirit. It means that your spirit is aligning. Your spirit is in connection with the spirit of God at that particular time. And the Bible tells us that we should walk in the spirit. And what happened? We will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Now, I read um, uh, Galatians 5, verse 16. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the laws of the flesh. So you want to control your tongue, you must learn to walk in the spirit. Now, tell me, if you are not born again, how do you want to know what it means to walk in the spirit? How do you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? How would the Holy Ghost give you utterance? Now, some people are in jail right now because of their tongue. Do you know some people, what they matter, they don't know anything about. They put their mouth, ah, I saw it, I was there. They say, hey, you saw it. Okay, come and tell us. And then they begin to investigate. And police find out that, oh, so you don't even know anything. But for this, this is the coincidence. Some people have landed in jail because of their tongue, because they have loose tongue, because they don't know how to control their tongue. Some people have places caused on themselves. You know, they, through their own tongue, they've spoken evil of themselves, of their homes, of that which God has committed into their hands. So, brethren, I want you to know this morning by the help of the Holy Ghost that when you yield to the Holy Spirit, for instance, somebody's abusing you, or somebody's about to pick up quarrel with you, and you choose to be quiet, it doesn't mean you're a fool. No, no, it doesn't. Because two can, you know, it is often said that two cannot make a you know, two wrongs cannot make a right. So it doesn't mean that you're a fool by being quiet at that time. No, it doesn't. And that's one. That's why some people, you know, uh, unbelievers sometimes can mistake believers to be a fool. We are not a fool. We are not a fool. We are children of God. Jesus Christ, even though he was at the point of being crucified, but then the Bible said like a lamb to be slaughtered. He did not say anything. He has a lot to say in his mind, but he decided. So walking in the spirit, what that means is that you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in what you do. For instance, you have a wonderful boss. Let me not use the other word. That means a boss that is not a child of God, who is always speaking, who is always this and that, complain virtually about everything you do, never seems to see anything good around you. Well, and then each morning is one thing or the other. There might be a day you might be tempted to respond as you know. But if you allow the Holy Spirit, there are times you want to speak. That is not the right time to speak. There are times you, you, you decided not to speak. The Holy Spirit said, now, nah. if you don't speak now, nah, you may lose the opportunity. So what it means is that yielding your spirit to the leading of God, the inner voice, the inner man is the one communicating with God, not the physical one. Your, your boss can see your physical body and they ask you, do you have anything to say? Well, as for now, no, I do not have anything to say. And it might be, there might be some time. Do you have, oh yes, I have something to say by God's grace. And then you begin like Peter. 
preparing, making your, your own contribution and presenting your own side of the story. And then one thing I found out, the Holy Spirit is the one speaking through you. The, the hearers are confounded. If the Holy Spirit is the one speaking through you on any subject, hearers are usually confounded. Confounded means that they have understanding. They yield to that spirit. They listen. They have a changed mind. They have the changed mind. As you go out today, the Lord will lead you. The Lord will guide your tongue. When you need to speak, he will teach you. When you don't need to speak, he will teach you. In the name of Jesus, your spirit will be aligned with his spirit this morning and for the rest of today. I want you to bow down your head and begin to appreciate God. We look at yielding to the Holy Ghost. Who is the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is the spirit of the living God. The third in the in Trinity. Now, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Is our comforter, is our teacher, is our helper, is our sanctifier. He plays many roles in our life. He's our helper. He's here to help us, to guide us until we get to heaven. I want you to appreciate God first for the word that you have heard and say, Father, I thank you for your word that you have sent unto me this morning. Lord, I thank you for bringing your word unto me this morning. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you praise. I give you adoration. I give you all the praise. To you alone be all the glory. To you alone be all the honor. To you alone be all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, if you are yet to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, this is your own time. Now, if you have been baptized, what is your prayer point? You are going to pray that the Holy Spirit will teach you what to say. It will give you utterance. That's basically what you're praying about. Holy Spirit, as I go out today, please give me utterance. Now, if you are yet to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, just lay your right hand upon your head and begin to pray. Now, if you are also here this morning and you are not born again, I want you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Why is this important? Because Jesus died for your sin. All men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All men, including you, whether you're a woman or a man. So accepting Jesus into your life takes away that old nature and gives you the nature of God. Then you begin to walk to please God. Now, it's not a religious thing. Accepting Jesus is not religion. Uh, you can't say, well, my husband is a pastor. Or my wife is a woman of God. And so I'm covered. No, it's individual. Individuals. You don't say, oh, my parents are, oh, my parents are really on fire for God. How about you? Are you a child of God? So you are here this morning. You are not born again. I want to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning as a sinner. I know that I have sinned and I need your, I need you, I need your help. Please save my soul. Redeem me from the hands, from the path of darkness. Write my name in the book of life and remove my name from the book of death. And from today, fill me with your spirit that I may walk even in the spirit. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Lord, I pray for as many that are afraid this prayer. Lord, I pray forgive them their sins. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. Beginning from today, help them to walk in the Spirit and help them not to fulfill the desires of the flesh. Keep them to the end. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Now, your last prayer point that you are going to pray this morning, you are going to pray as you go out today, you yield yourself to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You will, not, you will not be the one in charge. The Holy Spirit is the one in charge. So you are going to pray and say, Holy Spirit, lead me today. Show me the way to go. 
order my utterances, order my staffs. I yield myself, my body, soul, and spirit to you. Teach me, guide me, help me. Make sure you are praying, brother. You are not sleeping. That's the reason why God has brought you here this early morning. Uh, God has brought you here to pray, not to sleep. Make sure you are lifting up your voices. Make sure you are lifting up. Say, Holy Spirit, guide me today. You have an interview. You have one expectation. You have one thing you are trusting God. Do you know Holy Spirit can draft customers to you? He can draft customers to die your business. Now go ahead and commit everything to the hand of God. As that the Holy Spirit will lead you this morning. Holy Spirit, I look unto you this morning. Order my step, order my tongue, order my thought. In the name of Jesus, I yield everything to you. Take control in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Now, if you are here this morning and you are sick, just lay your hand on your body. Or if there's a part of your body where you are feeling pain, just lay that hand upon it. Your hand is a point of contact. And the rest of us, let's stretch forth our hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you specially for this blessed morning. Thank you for bringing your word unto us. Your word is spirit and life, according to John 6, 63. Who is like unto the ancient of days? This morning you have taught us that we should yield to the Holy Ghost. First, we need to be baptized of the Holy Ghost. And second, we need to walk in him always. Lord, I pray this morning we acknowledge that without you, we can't do this by our own self. Please help us as we go out today. As many that are yet to be baptized in the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. This morning, Father, fill them in the name of Jesus. Father, fill them in the name of Jesus. Father, fill them in the name of Jesus. As many, Lord, that have been baptized, Lord, fresh unction, fresh empowerment, fresh anointing from, the, from, from heaven in the name of Jesus. As you go in this morning, as many of you that have been struggling to yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit, today, in the name of Jesus, beginning from today, you begin to yield to his leading. You will not make decisions on your own. You will not take steps on your own until you know that he's the one leading you in the name of Jesus. I pray for as many that are sick, as many that need one miracle or the other. Whatever thing that this morning you desire, healing for your body, healing for your loved one, or one miracle or the other this morning, be healed in the name of Jesus. As many of you trusting God for job, that job interview will turn to a fellowship. You will come back with testimony today in the name of Jesus. The job is yours in Jesus' name. As many of you believe in God for one favor, academic breakthrough, the Lord grants you favor in the sight of your professors in the name of Jesus. As many are appearing before a committee today, in the name of Jesus, the Lord will grant you favor. He will grant you utterance in the name of Jesus. When we meet again, even tomorrow, you will have testimony. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are friends.